When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 443. How to Stop Feeling Frustrated with Someone by Stella Grisant of Whoopa.com. Hey there, I'm Joss Marie, and welcome back to my show. In case you're new here, what I do is I narrate from a variety of relationship blogs with author permission to help you optimize your life. And today, I'm super pumped about featuring Stella Grisant for the very first time. Stella is a speaker and executive coach with a unique approach to being happier on the job. Her corporate clients include Google and Johnson & Johnson. You can find her site at whoopa.com. That's W-O-O-P-A-A-H.com. And if you're out there trying to deal with your partner's annoying quirks and habits, you may find Stella's post especially inspiring. So with that, let's hear what she has to say and start optimizing your life. How to Stop Feeling Frustrated with Someone by Stella Grisant of Whoopa.com My husband snores. Not too much or too loud. However, it's just enough that it feels like he's grating at my dreams and sending electric shocks through my body, even while I'm wearing earplugs. Of course, intellectually, I understand he can't help it. Nevertheless, when my sleep is disrupted by a snoring, boy do I get angry. And then, because I'm frustrated and feeling hopeless, oh my god, am I ever going to sleep well for the rest of my life? I get even more upset and more awake. Not fun. Now, before we get any further, is there a person in your life who frustrates you? Hold on to that thought, and I'll finish my story. Several weeks ago, we took a family trip skiing, and I slept in the same room as both my husband and three-year-old daughter, Liner. Liner had a cold, so now she was snoring too. I noticed that I had a dramatically different response to my daughter snoring. I wasn't angry with her at all. What's that about? Here's what I got for you. It's easy for me to appreciate the innocence of my child and forgive her. But my husband, an adult? That's different, right? It's almost common sense. A child is innocent and an adult should know better. Even though in this case, I know, I know, he can't help it. But here's the deal. What would your experience with the people who trigger you feel like if you assume their innocence? Sit with that. Bring up that image of the person who annoys you. Can you imagine them as a child who is pure and only wanted to love and please you? Now, of course, I know it may seem completely impossible, especially with Bob from accounting, who insulted you in front of everyone at the board meeting, or with Mary, who blatantly took credit for your work, or with the waitress who messed up your order and didn't apologize. But is it really that different? Marshall Rosenberg, the founder of Nonviolent Communication, says that there is no such thing as an insult. It's only a tragically expressed need. 
As we grow up, life happens, and we learn to believe things or to respond to circumstances through fear. If I admit I'm wrong, I'll show weakness, tragically expresses the need to be strong. If I speak up, I'll be punished, tragically expresses the need to be perceived as good and likable. If Amy tries that again, I'll show her, tragically expresses the need to be safe. Unfortunately, responding from fear or anger will only sabotage our chances of creating positive change. It doesn't mean that you're not allowed to feel negative emotions. It just means you better take a break until your heart feels calmer. By the way, this also doesn't mean that you should be a doormat and not hold folks responsible. It's just about how you do it. I can hear your skepticism. That's nice, Stella. You're so positive. But if I'm pissed off, there's no way I'm going to see someone's innocence. Yes, you can. And it's not that difficult. It's just not what you're used to doing. The first step is to be willing to think a new thought. Even if 99.9% .9 of you is convinced of one story, just by consciously reserving 0.01% of willingness to approach this with new eyes, you may notice a dramatically new reality unfold. It sounds like this in your head. Number one, be willing to see it differently. Okay, I'm super annoyed right now, but I'm willing to see this differently. Even if I just wish this person the absolute worst, I'm going to reserve one ounce of possibility to see this in a new light. Number two, be willing to be curious. Ah, that's the oddest thing that Mary just said. I wonder what that's really about. And number three, be willing to not judge. All I can think right now is that Bob is a bully and has no appreciation for anyone's work. He's the worst leader I've worked with. Okay, okay, let me take a breath and be willing to not judge. If you're waiting for the clouds to part and an Alleluia song to cue instantaneously, you may be disappointed. You have to be patient. So, step number four is to pause. And number four, just wait. Don't send an email, don't text, don't speak until you're calm and can communicate with empathy, kindness, or at least calmness. I can't guarantee how that willingness will transform your experience, but I know for certain it's only going to help. Just notice what you notice. The most important factor in communication when dealing with a confrontation is not your words, but your energy. It's how you're being. Your willingness to not lead from fear directly impacts the quality of your being. No one can really hear you or see your innocence when you're angry and frustrated. I hope this helps, and if you need more, I'm here with you. I'm beaming you love and practicing this alongside with you. Now when I wake up from my husband's snoring, I try to gently request that he turns to his side. Plus, I got better earplugs. Best, Stella. P.S. This message was approved by my husband. You just listened to the post titled, How to Stop Feeling Frustrated with Someone, by Stella Grisant of Whoopa.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is awesome advice that I think all of us should consider listening to. I like how Stella says that the first step is to be willing to think a new thought. It sounds so simple, but it sets the tone for how effective the other steps are. 
When we're frustrated with someone, sometimes all we can see are their faults. Part of creating positive change involves calming our feelings so that we don't respond out of fear or anger. Our attitude and energy is channeled into the way we communicate, which is why it's important to focus on our vibe and not just our words. I know I'm going to try Stella's advice the next time I'm frustrated with someone. Hopefully it helps you too. And remember, we have four other shows in our network. There's Optimal Living Daily, Optimal Health Daily, Optimal Business Daily, and Optimal Finance Daily that you can listen to for free. Simply visit oldpodcast.com slash listen for more info. But with that, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. I'll see you again tomorrow with a post on intentional living by a mindful mama, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Optimal Living Daily.